and we are synced. Sweet. <sighs> how was your How was your trip? Short. I guess we're I guess we're dating how old this episode is by ask, whenever I ask you that question, but it was short. It was really fun. Um, it's been a really long time since I've been to DC. Mm-hmm. I think the last time I was there was for this college program at American University for Law back when I thought that's back what I was when you thought study. you were going to be a lawyer <laughs> instead of an engineer. <laughs> oh, how the times have changed! Oh, how the turntables. It was hot. Like, I got a tan because I was wearing jeans and a tank top. Mm-hmm. So the line from my tank top has is now a tan. Oh, God forbid. You know, all those people who keep saying climate change isn't real clearly haven't spent enough time outside this summer because, man, it's hot. It <sighs> is hot out here. It is hot, and it's hot, like, up north. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not hot where it's normally hot. Like, right? Texas is always hot. Right? Texas is always hot. That's just a given. It's supposed to be hot in Texas. We don't ask questions about that. But here, it's supposed to be cold. I thought I'd have a really nice 80-degree weather summer. You thought. Bitch, you thought. It's been, like, over 90 for the past couple of weeks, and I'm legit wondering why okay god forgive me but i still don't understand this Celsius, the fahrenheit thing i still am stuck in celsius it's like <laughs> it's 20, like 23 20. 25 actually no. no it's hotter than that it's like 28 no, it's like 28 yeah because today today's high was 33 and i was like this is not right how can the weather it's be like here how can the weather here be at least five degrees hotter than lagos that makes no sense and yet here we are and yet here sigh but yeah, so it was hot. Y'all were outside, but it seemed like it was a fun family trip. It was. It's always nice to see family. It's nice to walk around. I really like. I really don't need much to do much for to have a successful travel trip. Yeah. And this was this was a good one. I considered this successful, especially how quick it came together. I just thank God. I was thankful that I work at my current job. Because mm. you need to have money in order to make such last-minute decisions, yeah, things like this. Especially with how expensive travel is right now, my dear. Between airfare, lodging, were lodging because Anika and I stayed in a hotel because Uko and my cousin Barry were also in town and staying at Itoro's. Mm-hmm. Then Ubers, dinners. What three days you were there? Two Not days? Not even three. Two. Hi. Because we got in. Uh, Friday afternoon, left Sunday early, like beginning of evening, like by, because we were originally supposed to take a six o'clock flight, but we finished up at brunch a little bit early. So we went to the airport and we were able to hop on the flight right before. Okay. So not even two and a half days we were there, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) See, my my brother drove. Yeah, although, I mean, he's out here. Like, it's not that long a drive, right? Isn't it, like, two hours? No, not from Jersey. From Jersey, I think it's... Because Jersey is south from New York. Yeah, it's a little... Fr- he, he's further Boston. south than here. Than so I am, it's yeah. maybe, like, a four or five-hour drive for him. Oh, that's... Okay, that's long, but that's still not that bad. Wow, this country is long, though. Ah. This country is long. Yeah, wow. So- this is like eight hours from Boston to DC. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I did not realize that. I think I take for granted, not take for granted, but I underestimate how wide this, how long and wide this country is. How can you be driving? How can you be driving for three hours and stay in, stay in the same state? How can you be driving for seven? I'm in Massachusetts. You can no, drive you can for drive you can drive for like six hours and still be in Massachusetts. No. Okay, maybe five. Not even five. Two hours, you're out of this state. No. Whenever we went to the Berkshires. That was two and a half hours. That was almost three. Yeah, but we were at the very edge oh, of. It wasn't that far. Side. Yeah, Did it we was. Pass Springfield. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. We it's were, still long. We were though. basically it's on the long. border of New York, but three hours. You're on the. You're. At, you've left Massachusetts yeah. in some areas, but you've definitely gone the span. True. It's not like Texas, where you'd be driving for five hours. You're still in Texas. You're not true. even near that the is border. True. My God. All I'm saying is it's a big country. It is very big. 
and honestly it's more expensive as i'm planning this uh, trip to coast now costa rica from bali wow now it's costa rica belize and now costa rica i have not checked that group chat since it started especially with how certain things are moving it's like we have to find a safe and wise way very safe through everything Mm -hmm. and is money i don't want to stay in some rubbish this is because part of the vacation i know like i i remember the college days of i just need somewhere to put my head it doesn't matter it matters it matters now you have the money (laughs) it's not even that part of the i want to be able to spend a day in the place where i'm lodging and not leave and not feel like ah Let's just go somewhere, guys, so that know, we don't have to that's, be here. I guess that's the sign of... It's, like, kind of the sign of adulthood, right? Because I think when we were younger, when we planned trips, we planned trips for the event. And oftentimes, we either picked one. It was either we planned to go somewhere where there are lots of things to do, and there's always an event, always a dinner, but the lodging doesn't really matter. Or alternatively, we pick somewhere that has, like, a pool and a jacuzzi and, like, a nice uh, hotel room because we're going to, like, some random-ass city. Now, it's like... I'm trying to optimize both. I'm trying mm-hmm. to spend my money and have a nice place to retreat and have the option of not having to go out, but also having the option to go out and have fun and not being upset with whichever I pick. Is I'm really here wondering, I'm like, okay, what can we cut? What can we do? What can we not do? Yeah. In order to make all of this work. Mm-hmm. And you know me, I'm not a club person. I'm not, I don't even really like to do trips where I'm in the city, which would honestly be cheaper yeah i like to be Oddly in enough. the wilderness okay don't say it like that you make it sound like you want to go and be in the bush that's where we are i guess this you one are. where we're going to be zip lining through the jungle My God. and then <laughs> hop on an atv just going to a random hot spring trekking volcano mm. is that not the wilderness i guess not, I, I guess it is it's not in downtown san jose god that's the kind of trips I'm looking to take. Please, let me learn something. Let me see something I've not seen before. Every city starts to look the same after a certain That's point true. to me. With the exception of a couple. But like, I'm, I'm like, a... why am I doing all of this? True, but I'm just excited to finally be in a place where I can actually do that again. Like, I'm tired of being poor. I'm ready to make my own money again. <laughs> I can't wait. Be careful for what you wish for. You'll I be know. you joining us. I know. And like, obviously, it'll be hard at some points. And like... But it's better. Look, can we all just not agree? It is better to have money than to not. It is definitely better to have. Thank you. I'm out here wondering, I'm like, Jesus, the way that I'm very upset to pay for $4 for egg. Oh, God. What else? What are people who don't make my salary doing? They're just deciding. Stealing. No, they're not going to not pay for eating, egg. Not eating, rationing their egg. egg? Or do I pay for toilet paper? You're having to make decisions of yep. what is the most important thing to get right now. This is scary. It's scary times. It's just it's bad. It's bad to be out here and to be a young adult paying these kinds of prices. And at the same time, like we have to acknowledge that yes, this is probably the most educated we've been as a society. This is probably the most advanced we've ever been. Like in in the grand scheme of things. We're still doing okay, but even that okay is like, it's a little sketchy. It's a we little scary. Are doing okay is a yes. It's we are doing okay. doing okay. The average American, I don't know if they're doing okay. Children. I don't think. And I don't think they are. Okay. I'm like very sad to them, and like I really, and it's not even from. Oh my goodness, I wonder how they're coping. Can no, it's like, like we know no, how I'm they're coping. Sure. They're not coping. There is. There's no cope. Because we're already, how are we those who are comfortable cleaning? Thank you. I just, I feel really bad for people graduating into this economy. Yeah. But honestly, I've learned that at the root of all of this, the only way that this can come to fruition is with self-control. Oh God, what a transition. (laughs) What a transition. I didn't even see that one coming. I was like, where is she going with this? Yes. Welcome listeners to the... This is I penultimate. <laughs> Sorry. Penultimate episode or our final um the final before the final. 
the final the semi-finals scripted episode this is you know this is our final our topical there we go yes. our final topical episode mm-hmm. and our penultimate episode penultimate it's such a funny word it's a great word so how are you doing today i beg i beg let me lose control i'm tired okay sometimes i don't want to hold it all together mm. It's hard. It's hard, hard out here in these streets, as I've been saying. Guys, if you have no idea what we're talking about, so why are we bringing up self-control? Self-control. Why? Well, one, it does, we don't even need a reason. <laughs> as if you are a young person, <laughs> if you're a young person entering the workforce, self-control is a skill that we all need to have myself included mm-hmm. we all need self-control however we have been going through a fruits of the spirit series yes um it's not been totally sequential but um it's they've not been, been sequential or order but that's okay that's us we messy yes but as we've been kind of picking a couple of the fruit of the spirits and you know giving our twist on them while also making sure that we're still Somewhat biblically accurate. Somewhat, not, kind of. Because that we're not pastors and... Nor do we claim to be. And this is also for entertainment purposes. So Very if much this so. happens to veer a little bit away from the Bible, free us. But we've done we've done a patience episode that was called Abraham. <laughs> with emphasis on the ha. On the ha. Then we had a patience part two, two patience, two prayerful. My God, you really love saying that title, don't you? That's so good. <laughs> it's because you didn't get the patience to electric boogaloo. No, I, I didn't. I... Yeah, that one I didn't get. So we had, and if it's good because the younger, if if there's any younger listeners, they, they wouldn't have gotten it. it either. Yeah. But everyone knows what I mean when I say too patience, too patience, too prayerful. They know what the reference is. Now we did a kindness episode that is yet to be titled. We'll figure because out. Because I'm still editing it. Details, Y'all will receive it on details. time. But as I'm as we're recording this, it has not been assigned a title because I'm behind on editing. Who can blame you? We love to Jesus here. You may ask we yourself. We love to Jesus here. We love to Jesus over here. We do. So we really do. Ask, we do. Is is a fun time to Jesus? It is. It's a chaotic time, which is exactly the time when it's fun to Jesus. <laughs> and it will never be enough. No, it won't. We will never have Jesus enough. And even when you think we've Jesus enough, there's still more Jesus thing to do. Exactly. And it's in those moments that you need Jesus even more. Yes. So, can't stop, won't stop. I know that all you young people, you're already a little bit triggered because we've mentioned that this episode is about self-control. Why would they be triggered about self-control? The... If you're, let me, let me preface this, not just a young person. If you're a young Christian mm, or if you're a okay. young person who was raised in the church, you hear the word self-control. A lot. You may, you may or may not be triggered because every mother and auntie mm-hmm. under the sun has used this scripture against you. Yep. For better or for worse. For usually, your benefit usually for, or for your downfall. Usually for worse, usually <laughs> for your downfall and never for your actual benefit. Let's be honest. <laughs> Because what are aunties here to do? Break you down. That's not true now. It's true. Your mom is my auntie. She's not here to she's, break she's, you down. She's your auntie. She's not an auntie. There's a difference. That's true. She is. She is my auntie, but she's not an auntie. Exactly. That must be very confusing to the white listeners. <laughs> They'll be like, wait, what? <laughs> we don't have the time to break that one down for you. And we'd no, rather watch you be confused. There's a difference. There's... there's there's a certain kind of auntie that we've that we're referencing. Listen to the other episodes to grab what her characteristics mm-hmm. are. But we're not going to explain it today. We don't have time. We, we have don't. to speed through things. Yes, we do. But um we we can't because we know all of you young Christians have received this sermon, we have decided that we won't, you know, disturb you further. We're going to try and create a little bit more of an interesting take. We're content creators. Mm-hmm. Um and we thought, you know, we should do a little bit more legwork in trying to craft this episode and what it looks like for us to exhibit this trait. Let me not start sit here and be like, <clears throat> oh, yes, I am the emblem of self-control. Absolutely not. 
quite the opposite, but it's okay. Actually, no, we're pretty good about self-control. It's not bad, but it's not great. It's not bad, but it's not great. It could be better, but it could always be better. Mm -hmm. That's, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I think at least with both of us being young Nigerians, especially young Nigerian women, I would argue that we actually have an unhealthy amount of self-control in certain aspects of our lives. (laughs) Now I'm feeling triggered. (laughs) It has inevitably led to a lack of control in areas that we are currently trying to fix now. Esther, why do you constantly just read me in all of these episodes? Every single week, (laughs) you're just like, this is what you have done with your life. See yourself. Yes. Yes. God. Because I'm included. <sighs> Doesn't make it feel any worse or any better. <laughs> that's how that's how conviction from the Holy Spirit works. Stop. Leave him out of this. <laughs> I may not have been intending to include you, but you found yourself in there. You don't just lie. You're including me. It's okay. <laughs> if we go down, we go down together. <laughs> but yeah, when I say that we have an unhealthy amount of self-control in certain aspects, as personally, as a fat and as a Nigerian, um, because I did not have the looks that the aunties wanted and I didn't sports, the least that I could have done is be smart. Mm. So even though we have finished, well, I have finished, you're about to finish your schooling. We are forever students of life. Forever students of such, Jesus. And forever students of Jesus. So... <laughs> I decided to include, of course, listeners, you know what this is, what time this is, a definition oh my gosh. of self-control. We should really be sponsored by Merriam-Webster Dictionary. So if y'all are listening out there, please just hit us up. Honestly, she brings up your de- definitions every single week. Where did I? Or Wikipedia. I Although I don't think that we can be sponsored by Wikipedia if we've never donated once. So I think it's time, Esther. Considering how often you use Wikipedia for the basic definition of things, you should be donating to Wikipedia. I donate in love. Oh my god. (laughs) What does that even mean? (laughs) I don't know. It's just, you know, this is my way of saying, please, if it's not able, if I can't use it as a tax write-off, I don't want to. Oh my god. Not a tax write-off. Yes. If I can't use it as a tax write-off, I'm not interested in donating. God. But you were saying the definition of self-control. According to the Oxford Dictionary, self-control is the ability to control oneself. LMAO. In particular, (laughs) one's... Thank you. That was such a useful <laughs> definition. Wait, did they actually put that, that in? Yes. They actually yes. put... They the used the word. Good to control oneself i hate this here i hate this song (laughs) in particular one's emotions and desires or the expression of them in one's behavior particularly in difficult situations the ability to control oneself yep that that, that's it that it wikipedia further explains self-control an aspect of inhibitory control is the ability to regulate one's emotions, thoughts, and behavior in the face of temptations and okay. impulses. I like that one. Yeah, that's a better I one. I just like the word temptation. It's funny how Wikipedia just outdid um, Merriam we- or Oxford English mm-hmm. Dictionary. Isn't that sad? Is is No, actually, I like it. In the age of the internet, I live for stuff like that. Yeah, but my professors aren't going to let me quote Wikipedia on this. They're going to be like, where's your Oxford English Dictionary citation? You aren't going to be able to quote that. No. That's okay. Not that I need to. That's not not my field. Let me read that Wikipedia definition Mm -hmm. one more time. Self-control is the ability to regulate one's emotions, thoughts, and behaviors in the face of temptations and impulses. Mm Mm-hmm. But I would argue that that definition is true. But as adults, while and we're included in that category, we only really care if you have self-control in certain areas. Yeah. I.e. school slash work. The cleanliness or your space. So mm-hmm. the home, your home and Hygiene. the kind of media you yeah. curate, you know, your money mm-hmm. and your body. And right. the body, I kind of put an asterisk because some people care, some people don't care. Some people because care too much. Much. 
And some people care too much about what they think. Well, they say they're caring too much about other people. But what they're really doing is just, you know, the fat phobia. That's fine. Mm. Casual. Fat phobia is real. Mm, Very much so. But yeah, I think that in the, because we've grown up as Christians, we are often caught in this cycle of only controlling ourselves within these spaces. If you're a student, you must have a, if you're a worker, you should always be on track to be promoted or mm-hmm. the best in your field or da, 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 da. Right. That's why you're always hearing Nigerians. Oh, first rocket scientist. Yeah. Oh, new. Why are we, we're always pressed to be achieving. Yep. Nigeria will carry last. Never. Those, those are the main things that we care about for self-control. But I guess it's, it's. It's kind of scary because sometimes we, because there are these like very rigid, like not boxes, but they're very specific circles of your life. It's very easy to overdo the self-control, but it's weird because we live in a society where overdoing that self-control is actually still seen as a good thing in a lot of cases. Like in most of those scenarios, like too much self-control in those areas is actually seen as a positive thing. But what's so crazy about it is that it's entirely performative. Oh, yeah. This is something you're only controlling the parts that are immediately visible to other people. Unless you have OCD. That's a different story, though. I think what makes how we have been taught to view self-control so insidious is that we're essentially being trained to please people or to do everything for the sake of somebody will see Mm. why should you be an a student because if you're failing then somebody will tell your parents or people Mm. will laugh Mm -hmm. or do this why must your space be clean you don't want somebody to come into your house and see that you're messy why must you be financially well you don't want somebody to see that you're poor or to see that you can't pay for something why does why must your body you must be in self-control of your body you don't want somebody to see you as unattractive we're very concerned about the external appearance we've in some ways used the bible to transfer this performative um view of Mm -hmm. self-control oh yeah definitely it's not that having self-control in these areas is inherently a bad thing it's not but what makes it what has made it a bad thing for me is the fact that I never did I never did these things with the right intention. The mm. same way like where we had our workout episode and a big part of that episode was reframing the why we were doing yeah. this. It was like, okay, we know that some people have had so many kinds of different takes behind this, but we know that this is important, but our why is different than when we grew up. Yeah. I think the same thing is sort of applying here. Mm-hmm. And I think for a lot of people, like growing up, you're told not to ask why, why at all. Mm-hmm. Your why is default. It's because your parents want you to. It's because your quote, your church wants you to, your community wants you to. There's not really an explanation as to why these things are good for you or why they're beneficial for you or why they actually will help you or why you shouldn't do them. You know, like it's always just just because I said so. And discouraging this doubt makes us to become what um, this author, his name is William Jesu. I'm about to pronounce his last name. Deris... Derisiewicz? I think I'm going to go with Derisiewicz. That sounds correct. Let's see. Is he Polish? He looks like he's Polish with that. Polish or... Spelling. Eastern European. Possibly, yeah. But there's this book by William Derisiewicz called Excellent Sheep. That book, I read this book. Thank goodness I read this book after I left school. But the summary of this book, or like I guess my extrapolation from it, is that... In schools and in some faith organizations, you're being taught to be excellent at doing what you're told. Mm. So it's like, I would like for you to do this and you just get good at doing it, but you don't get good at asking why or trying to investigate further to see if a better solution might be 
available to you than the one that they're proposing. Mm -hmm. You just do what the people say because. Yeah. And so you end up becoming an excellent sheep. They say jump. Wow. You say how high. Yeah. And you do. You just do because. And in a lot of ways, it incorrectly stifled the rebel in me like mm -hmm. everyone like we all had our angsty teen phases i think me less so than like some of my counterparts but the and i don't think that's a good thing like i'm not a parent i'm not even saying i was such an excellent kid but i question how obedient children are supposed to be or even strive to be yeah because now i'm having to find ways to the even though the rebel in me didn't sneak out in my school mm -hmm. or at work or with my body or with my money, it leaked out in even more insidious ways that I am spending the now later half of my twenties trying, trying to, to fix. Yeah. And they see and these are issues that are in my opinion, frankly, more important. Like because yeah. I've left school. I've left school, but I still don't know how to eat. Yeah. I don't know how to listen to my own hunger cues. Yeah. It's sad. Like, I think, like, I, I, I think, because, especially because I grew up in that kind of household where, like, there's definitely an overemphasis on health in our family. And that translates in a very, in a potentially very damaging way. Like, I mean, I'm still dealing with an eating disorder that I have not gotten over. There's no alternative to being... To, to being obedient. If you're disobedient, you're seen as the rebellious child. You're seen as, yeah. as disrespectful. You're seen as not caring because just because you don't agree with something, even if you have a good reason to not agree with something or are genuinely just questioning why you have to be so obedient. The opposite thing, though, is you fall into this trap of obeying, obeying, obeying. And then the second that you get into a place where you have to ask yourself for the first time, why are you doing X, Y, or Z? You have an existential crisis and you're like, wait, yes. Why do I do anything? <laughs> I just do like, things because I've been told. And exactly. I put a I put a bunch of trust in no shade other human beings. Yeah. And as somebody who's been told God is the only person that my ultimate trust can go into, I'm like, wow, what a mistake. Right. <laughs> not in a bad way. By not exercising this skill of being able to lovingly doubt, mm. I am now trying to fix all of the ways that I could the the only ways that I could see myself rebelling yeah having self-control in certain aspects or having too much self-control in certain aspects is often now like applauded as like oh this is such a good thing right like you see right. people who struggle with their eating and end up in a restrictive pattern those people often like on the surface, when you see somebody who's going through that kind of thing, most people don't see it as a negative thing. Most people would remark and say, oh, you're losing weight. That's great. Whereas it's the exact same level of crisis, quite frankly, as somebody who has a binging issue, right? It's an issue mm -hmm. of managing control and understanding your own limitations and listening to your body and hunger cues. But for some reason, we're perfectly okay with or at least a little bit more okay with somebody who restricts their eating than with somebody who binges more often just because we're like, oh, to be fat. Like, how is, that's a horrible thing, allegedly. Like, I just don't, I don't understand why it can't be, why we can't just, like, I, I don't even know where to start. I don't want this to be a rant about, like, eating disorders and fat phobia, no, but that's where I, it's I, going. I, I think that, I mean, we're, we're mentioning eating disorders in particular, but I have a couple more examples. So oh, yeah. instead of, for example, having like these silly young love pairings and staying out past dorm times every so often. Did you just say young love pairings? What's that? You know, just, you know how you just have your small boyfriend here. Then. Oh, love. I'm screaming. Young love pairings. Wow. Young love pairings. My whole chest. Young love. My you whole know. entire chest. I know at least I, I spent that whole time overthinking the consequences of every action and I became timid to experiencing the world that yeah. God himself has put me on this earth mm -hmm. to sow and reap the benefits of. So now as an adult, I'm having to force myself to not overthink every small thing or to, to be okay just doing things because. Why? Mm -hmm. Why are you going to Carissa? to costa rica because i can <laughs> because i can and I why want are you to. going kayaking in the middle of the day because, because you want to 
Why can't we do that more often? My day is hard. It's hard when your default is the latter or you've, yeah. you've trained your default to be the latter where everything is think about the consequences think about what's what five years from now you're going to be thinking mm -hmm. don't get that tattoo don't get that piercing what mm -hmm. are you going to say when you're a grandma and you have that thing will you think that is nice then and <laughs> my god not when you're a grandma i mean to be honest part of that part some, sometimes i think about the reason why i went back to grad school is because I like it's being in school is the one time where I don't have to think about the long term because it's just like I have to get through school. I don't have to think about the why am I here for this thing? I'm already doing the thing, right? And as stressful as it is sometimes, there's comfort in knowing that there's a there's there's still, you know, there's still assignments to do. It's it's finite, but like you can still push off that date. Like graduation is not that far away. I'm saying this. I have one week left of class and it's ripping me apart. But at the same time, like I'm thinking back at the solace I've had this past semester of not worrying about like I'm not working right now and really enjoying that, like taking the, like enjoying the privilege of not having to do that. But really, the only thing it is, is not having to think about the why, like, why am I doing this thing? And it's because I've got I had gotten so used to before being in school and being constantly thinking about the next year and then the year after that and then the five year plan because you need to have this lined up and you need to be married by this age you need to have, earn this much so you can have a family and then blah 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 blah. Because in middle school you're thinking about going to a good private school. In middle school you're thinking school. about a good a good boarding school. In high school you're thinking about a good college. college. In college you're good thinking college. about either a good job or a good master's or PhD program. Like there's, it's you never have after a moment a to just enjoy what husband. you're doing. After a good husband is raising good children. After it's not after a good, a good job, boy. It's before a good job is a good husband. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> How dare <laughs> you? Forget that your only responsibility as a woman is to be a wife. <laughs> That was a joke, please. I'm just disclaimer before somebody that plays this back and says, But didn't you That's say the clip. <laughs> That's the clip? <laughs> the crazy part of being somebody who overthinks so much about what's happening next is that now I am in a time and you're about to enter a time where we are entirely in control of creating our own time boundaries. Ah! We can build whatever schedule works for us. Ah! <laughs> but how to integrate fun? I am just learning now. <laughs> how to rest properly. How to avoid burnout. That is what, that, these are the problems that I'm currently trying to solve. I just, all of this, I want to do this at this time. And this, after all of that, all of that stress, I've left school and now they're saying, it's entirely up to you. I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> You've told me for my whole life that it's not up to me. It's, I have to do this thing because you want it. Yes. And now you're like, be free. I'm like, how? Where? Excellent what is free? Sheep. Excellent sheep. Excellent sheep. That's a really good title. I need to read that book. Oh, it's, it's, it will fuck you up. Oh God. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not excited for that then. <laughs> it's going to totally like warp your view of, I mean, you already don't even like the high school that you went to. Well, I further. appreciate it. You appreciate it. I just also constantly shit on it. Yes. You can shit this on family. Will, this will only further make it worse. Was yes. he a boarding school person? I don't believe so. I think this was more for so for college students. Mm, okay. At like people at elite elite college institutions. But the same honestly, it can be applied at the high school level if you went to one of those kinds of boarding schools as right. well. Oh, apparently this guy is Czech. By the way, his mm. his father immigrated from Czech from Czechoslovakia, and was a mechanical engineering professor at Columbia. Interestingly enough, and then the guy, um, what's his name again? Um, what's his first name? William William, William. Derowitz. It's actually Derowitz. De, no, Derezowitz. That's how it's pronounced. Derezowitz. William Derezowitz. He went to Columbia for his BA, Masters, and PhD. So, smart man. Smart man. Anyway, that's aside the point. What's what upsets me about having to spend so much time doing doing things on a certain timeline mm -hmm. and having to do them a particular way n now that I am completely in the driver's seat is that I have not been able to practice the skill of 
making informed decisions that benefit my life. Mm. I don't know what I want. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's best for me. Mm-hmm. And now I've just been tossed into the world and been told, like many other young people my age, to figure it out with no help, with little yeah. direction. Especially since the examples that you do have are still of other people making decisions that are not for themselves or that at least they parade around as not for themselves too. Because God forgive me, but Nigerians, we do this all the time. We say we care so much about family. We care so much about community. You need to do this to respect your family and to respect your community, to contribute, blah, blah, blah. Oftentimes you're still making decisions at, at your own or somebody else's expense under the guise of this is for the family. To, in order to, I guess, to support why someone would have that viewpoint, I don't think a lot of people had the luxury mm-hmm. of being able to make a decision that was based entirely on their own well-being and yep. happiness. That's true. In the past, you had to consider your family because... It was your only there, option. It was, it was your the only, only source of loyalty. You, not even just that it was the only source of loyalty. Like, you have kids coming... You, you, and not even just that, but it's expected for you to not just have kids, but to have a certain amount of kids. There was a way to do things. And so you had to figure out how to find your own sense of individual individuality while operating within such a rigid system Mm -hmm. and find little ways to kind of express yourself within such a narrow lens So I don't want to blame people who, I don't want to blame or to shade people who've had to make that hard choice of, I have to do this to benefit my family because you have a family that you need to consider. Mm -hmm. We're blessed and privileged to be in a place where we are unwed. We are childless. So every decision that we make, because I mean, I know we both know people who like are our age and And have kids. They have kids. It can't be me. It can't be me. I pray it doesn't be me. But they're no longer uh, like able to make decisions solely on them. They have mm-hmm. a kid to consider. So mm-hmm. part of what is so nerve-wracking and in some ways exciting about this period in our lives is that we are some of the first generations to be able to do this. Mm-hmm. Especially as women. Oh, God. So this is something that maybe a generation or two ago of men might have been able to consider, Mm -hmm. but maybe we are at most one generation. And I would say our mothers, because I don't think I would include our grandmothers. Definitely not. Oh God, no. We are maybe only one generation into career oriented women being able to make decisions for like maybe able to make whatever decisions they want for themselves and the Mm -hmm. kinds of life that they want to lead with their partners, by themselves, whatever. And let me go back and also say that I wasn't saying that to shade those people, right? It's, I mean, it was a system, right? It's and it's a survival mechanism. If everyone thinks that way and it's always been that way for so long, of course, that's going to be the first, it's going to be the way that you defend your family is making sacrifices. You don't know what you don't know. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's, it's hard now to, see somebody do that and not feel a certain type of way. And I've been a lot of what I am trying to wrestle within myself is to not feel any sort of anger or resentment in being brought up in a way that is no longer conducive to the world I'm living in. Yeah. Because it's, it's not, it's not my parent. It's not my parents fault. No, it's not Nigeria's like, culture's fault that's all, how it also wasn't their intention things. no it also wasn't their intention like i mean not that i mean we're the generation that's grown up with the internet and yes. with the spread of information and easy access and our parents worked hard to be able to get us that and we're working hard to make sure that that is something that not only continues for the next generations but that is a safe and and um actually beneficial environment not full of like fake news and all of that shit but mm-hmm. at the same time like that's that there's also that fear that i think our parents have of you have the internet you have access to all of these things isn't it too much and because our culture used to be this little bubble 
that kept us safe and kept us secure. Now that we have the internet, we have access to all these other places and beliefs from people all over, all across the world. It does threaten cultures in some way. Like you could argue like, yes, you know, we worry about people losing their native tongue or certain traditions being like not as well kept or whatnot. But then at the same Mm. time, it's like, we were raised in, we were still raised in that African bubble, that Nigerian bubble, but even that bubble is now growing and expanding. And it started with our parents' generation too. And there's no resentment at all for how they None. raised us. But I think what's been, what's been interesting to learn is that you created, you, like my parents and other people's parents, you, cr- you worked hard to create this kind of world for us. Mm-hmm. But it sucks because you're you have worked to create us a um create for us a world that we are not prepared to enter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I I find myself questioning what was I actually being taught to do? Who was I being coached to become? Right. As we know, there's no handbook to this thing called life. Mm-hmm. Even the, like even though we're able to recognize this, we're past a place of pointing the finger because it doesn't serve us past the dopamine and the cracking of jokes with listeners it's also just more harmful than anything really right like we're not going to make progress if all we do is make fun of each other and say like oh it's your fault it's your fault is this but at the same time the issues are there yeah oh very much there aggressively so why do you think everybody's constantly talking about (laughs) generational trauma and breaking (laughs) generational curses and breaking generational chains like regardless of the fact that I don't blame anybody or I don't think any one person in particular is responsible. The issues are still there. Is there? However, now I'm old enough to deal with them and heal from them. Mm-hmm. And I am solely responsible for doing that. I can yep. no longer blame my parents. I'm mm-hmm. too old for that. The same way, like, if we saw a 31-year-old man making enough salary where he should be able to pay for rent and utilities, but he's out in some club, we won't like the yes, ghetto. <laughs> yes, maybe some of it could be an issue of rearing and how you were brought up and how your parents had taught you how to save and do all of that. But at a certain point, ma'am, it's sir, just you. You're 31. You're telling me that you didn't look this up. You didn't talk to somebody. You know, Esther, it kind of sounds like you're saying this from experience. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't do eyes no it's not from experience like, i was no, like who we shaded who is it this, who is, is, this it? is nobody this is for nobody <laughs> she's like you're 31 my eyebrows went mm, he's 31 <laughs> there's nobody it is a hypothetical situation i see if you're somebody who is like leaving college or leaving your master's program and you're entering the workforce now the responsibility for you to learn to learn about the ways that you were hurt and to heal from them mm. is now your problem. It's your own. Because you're old enough to figure out some therapy or old enough to journal or do something. Mm-hmm. Do something. Um, another point that I think that was when we talk about self-control and what that looks like for us, being someone who was used to like mincing the words I had to say mm. or being self-controlled with my tongue, oh. as other people might phrase it, made me the victim of all the anger and resentment that I would unfortunately build up. Mm, mm -hmm. And it was not that I was watching my words to be kind, but still get my point across. I was willfully avoiding saying certain things in order to be pleasing to other people. Right. And when we talk about self-control, I'd say like, this is one of those, as we've learned in our kindness episode, You can be kind and not nice. Mm -hmm. And you can be nice and not kind. Yep. And with Nigerians, we're so quick to tell you to watch your tongue for being unagreeable. Oh, my God. (laughs) Not even that you say something rude. You just say something that they don't like and they're like, shut up. (laughs) Mugu. You guys know how we feel about being disagreeable. If you haven't listened to our lessons that our white friends taught us episode. Mm -hmm. And figure it out for yourself. You have to be tastefully agreeable, unagreeable, especially as women. Especially as women. Oh God. We people don't like it when we say things that are unagreeable. And I spent so much time over prioritizing the thoughts and feelings of others that I had no room for me. Mm -hmm. 
And I ended up becoming angry and I ended up becoming resentful. And all of that anger and resentment would just build on the shelf of anger, to quote Bill Burr. (laughs) If y'all haven't seen that special. So funny. It's so good. So good. I haven't seen his latest one yet, but... His latest one is great. I watched it last night. Oh, man. That man knows how to tell a joke. So funny. And I, and I also like that he has a black wife. I know. It, it makes it even funnier sometimes. He'll say things that I'm like, oh, yeah, you are married to a black woman. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. What ends up coming from being... From working to be unagreeable and seeing that as what it means to be self-controlled with our tongue ended up leaving, leading to very negative self-talk mm-hmm. and no grace yep. for yourself. Because to a certain point, like, it was almost like I had to beat my body into submission. I mean. Because we, we've even said it on here, on this podcast, that you are the only person in control of your thoughts and our actions, right? Yeah. But, so it's, but you say that, but when, you're, when you've gotten so used to for a long time externalizing your point of validation and your it's like like i feel like i talked about this a few weeks ago of like when you're a child your nurture like your your sense of calm and nurturing is external you don't learn Mm -hmm. to self-soothe until you're older it's the same way of like when you've gotten so used to your decisions your like choices all being like police not policed but monitored and like mandated by other people and focused on other people you forget that you're actually in control of the ship and you could disagree and your thoughts and your emotions and your actions are justified and they're your own but because you've gotten so used to placing that that validation that um that like monitoring and other people you forget that you can actually do that yourself and you end up becoming bitter bitter spiteful so bitter oh my god (laughs) not only at the people who are not validating you the way you seem but at yourself at yourself because at the core you want to be validated by them oh my god the things that you say to be registered in agreement the spirit of the lord is convicting you today isn't it jesus what is so crazy when we talk about having self-control and, and seeing it in this way and looking at these twisted ways that we've tried to attach the self-controlled label mm-hmm. or title is that because so much of it was performative and because we've spent so much time being focused on how other people feel about it, we're the real victims. Yep. We are the stray bullets. God, not stray bullets. That hurt. While I'm not mad at the places where i do have self-control i'm i'm wondering if this was the most important thing that i needed to learn Mm. growing up is this what i needed to learn or did i need to learn how to kindly disagree with somebody did i need to learn how to fit into a certain thing or look a certain way or Did I need to learn how to eat and how to regulate my hunger cues and how to prioritize? Like, I I, I can't remember who said this. Um, I think it was Khalees. I saw this on one of her Instagram reels. Mm -hmm. But like part of the way that she's teaching her kids to eat is like eat like like eating vegetables and stuff is that she'll tell them what the vegetables do so she'll be like yeah like if you eat these carrots you know and they're young boys so they'll mm-hmm. be like if you eat these carrots like you'll be able to see better and they'll be like oh my god i'll have supervision and she'll be like yeah sure you- <laughs> <laughs> and so now they're like oh i'm hype i need to be eating all these carrots you know <laughs> or like why do i have to eat kale or why do i have to be- eat potatoes and be like oh like- because it does this for your body and be like oh bet like i want to be eating i'm gonna more eat this for myself true because then it's like the motivation is that they actually actually are genuinely wanting to eat it for themselves and not because mom told them to exactly that's really and it's cute. because they're Supervision. able to see it's such i know it's such a it was such a like a little thing and i was like that's so cute but also very wise very 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 wise and some and I, again like i hope this is not coming as some sort of like judgment or condemnation it's not because 
we're looking at this from the lens of what can we do to make mm-hmm. this better? Yeah. Not for our... Like, I, I've stopped trying to change older generations. Ain't gonna if work. If they want to change, they can do that. But, Sha, I'm not going to be out here beating the drum. Like, I can only focus on what I can change. Honestly, the summation of, all, of this whole thing of where we have had these levels of self-control is that now... As a young person, or honestly, a person in general, mm-hmm. you need time to lose control. Yeah, I mean... You need to be unself-controlled. I mean, we talk about Ecclesiastes all the time, but there's a time for everything. Yes. Including a time to just wild out and just let shit go. And like and be young and be dumb. And indulge. Indulge! If you want to eat the cake, eat the cake. It doesn't mean you should eat the cake every day, but if you're feeling yeah. like eating the cake right now, don't tell yourself that, like, oh, I can't eat the cake. There's a tolerable level of wilding out that you're allowed to do. Mm-hmm. God didn't put you here to suffer. Like, yes, you should be mostly eating vegetables, but if you want some cake, like, just eat the Get cake, some cake, bro. It's okay. Get just, the cake. Like, I, I know, the main, this is, a lot of this has been centered around food. That's because, like, that's the that's, main way that's we... That's how it presents for a, both of us, the two of us. A lot. <laughs> but a lot of, in an effort to fix our relationship with food, I've had to tell myself there is nothing I can't eat. Mm-hmm. And, I, like, I tell, like, I, I had conversations with my aunties and they're like, oh, you know, like, I see you eating all these vegetables. I'm like, how? I'm like no, I can eat everything. Anything. I can eat fried chicken. I can eat a salad. I can eat kale and quinoa. I can eat ice cream. Mm-hmm. I can eat all of it. All food is good I food. I have lost control in what food I can access. I can access all of it. Of course, right. pending good medical advice. But here's the thing. <laughs> if you lose control in the beginning, if you're not restricting what kind of foods you can eat, you probably won't need to be in a case medically where there are foods that you can't eat. Yeah. That's true. Isn't that crazy? That is wild. <laughs> and I like so I guess like to to bring an example that isn't necessarily food related, but like for me running, like exercise, I used to exercise because I needed to exercise. And I guess it's also tied into food because I was like, I need to exercise to be able to eat. Because I haven't worked out, I haven't eaten, I can't eat this much or I have to eat this much. Now I've reshaped the way that I exercise so that it's my me time. No one gets to interrupt me in my me time. I get pissed when people call me when I'm on my runs because I'm like, really? The one thing I had. This is mine. This is my, this is my one time. <laughs> this is mine. You my know, and it's like, it can, be, it can be a short run. It could literally be like a very short run. And then I end up just walking because my body's tired. Exactly. Or a longer run where I've lost myself. I've stopped getting so caught up in hitting certain numbers because I'm just like, this is my me time. You've lost control. I've lost control. And it's weird because it's still a healthy thing. That's the thing. <laughs> the, the self-control comes in the fact that you are making an effort to move your body every day. The mm-hmm. why is different. Yeah. But in terms of different. how that happens, you're not saying I must run 5K or I must be this fast or I must yeah. have five minute mile. I must move my body. How I choose to do that every day is up, up to me. me. And that's the thing is I think... Oftentimes we get so caught up in, oh, you need to do this to lose weight and you need to do this to be fit and you need to do. It's like you can't tell me what works for you is also going to work for me and is also going to work for everybody. If it brings me mental peace and it makes my body function the way it's supposed to function, like just keep me alive, keep me at optimal health. It doesn't matter if we do different things, right? Like some for some people, I can't lift weights as much as I've wanted to. I can't. Okay, I have uh, noodle arms. I have little scrimply, scraggly arms. But my sister, two point five. Wait, what? Two point five. Two point five. Yes, I'm uh, in the gym. If you give me dumbbells, I'll hit the two point five. Two point five. Pew, yes. pew, pew. I have mosquito muscles, as they used to say. But my sister, my sister, and one thing that I've loved watching her go through is the process of determining what exercise she genuinely likes and that has completely changed how her body looks but it's not again about the looks it's that she feels healthy and she feels like she's in a place where she's doing something that she's seeing progress and that's like her meditation it's her gym time is her time to just like do what she feels like she needs to do for her body nigerians this next one might pepe you oh yeah but lose control in how career-oriented you, quote-unquote, should be. Oh, my God. Just because I've not opened a business myself and I'm not running a Fortune 500 company does not mean I'm not successful. Okay, Auntie Mildred? 
please prioritize having fun and enjoying your life. Thank you. And having fun does not necessarily, it can be different. For me, is entering water. Is being in <laughs> it's quiet. always water, isn't it? It's always kayaking I and I love water. Canoeing and rowing. That's and my that's my pee. Wow, Even if really it from, for you is watching really from the land of rivers. Yes. <laughs> Maybe it's watching Netflix. Maybe yeah. it's just going to a spontaneous art gallery. Whatever fun is for you. Prioritize having fun. Not because is not because we're asking everybody to do soft life, even mm. though the old, the real soft life is a soft life in Jesus. Mm. God, <laughs> you really like that quote. <laughs> My God, the real soft but life is a soft life in you Jesus. Can't, we're making merch with that on it. We are. You I'm can't it on my pour list. from an empty cup. That's true. You can't run unfueled. Mm-hmm. So the concept of waiting until later to implement rest or to enjoy your left or to enjoy your life actually works against you because you don't have the energy to work hard. Yeah. You're really running on E. On E. As empty. For I know, but I was afraid because some, no, you say that <laughs> you're saying E like you're running on empty, like E in the car. Some people are mm. thinking of it the complete opposite because don't forget there's a drug. Ah, Jesus. This is how I know you're an auntie. <laughs> it's not it's not drugs. We're not referring to drugs. We're, we're, we're old. We're referring to just E as an empty on a car. E just like when we say empty. Prindle, we mean park reverse neutral drive and low. God. Park reverse ne- <laughs> Prindle. <laughs> the Prindle. <laughs> For those of you who watch Zach and Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Those who know now. The Prindle. Like, I love being excellent at my work. But mm. I'm learning that there's so much more to me i'm much more than my job i'm much more than what i do or what i can do for you yep and it's important that i choose to explore that part in my life now one of the few things that i'm really glad my parents are doing right now is finding like real learning what they love to do now that they're retired because I've learned what rest and relaxation looks like for me now, when I retire, I know exactly what I'm about to do. Mm-hmm. I know how I'm about to enjoy this free time. And that's about to be, be on a boat in the middle of a remote island. To be honest. I'm like, like I, I could just wanna... see you I could just see you having some like cabin house in like Maine or Vermont and then on middle the weekends like kayaking and stuff and then maybe sometimes your kids come and visit you but like you really just want to be remote and then like you actually live in like a nice town so whenever you're ready you like go out and have dinner with your hubby and like exactly i'm already like so excited for your retirement and we haven't even had children yet so that's it god himself on the seventh day he rested wow people have people like to forget this god himself rested wow why must you not rest Mm -hmm. you deserve sleep you need sleep. God slept. He didn't sleep. He rested. But you understand. Wow, the spirit of the Lord just took you there. I felt like I was in church. <laughs> like, th- this horrible grind culture. This, honestly, I believe is a demon. Oh, God. I mean, it probably is. <laughs> of, of feeling like you must work and put yourself at such exhaustion. Mm. And that's the only way that we validate any form of success you have. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that the people, the wealthiest and the richest, that that's how they got there. But but for a lot I, of them, it isn't. I needed to lose control of what it meant to be successful and how quickly I got there in order to be more successful. Mm-hmm. In order to enjoy the work I do more and be and as such do better work. It's crazy how, like, in order to do better work, you need you to relax to take, more. Yeah, you have to take more breaks. Like, I legit now have a focus timer where every 30 minutes, it tells me, please stand up, stretch your leg. Oh, you're one of those people. Yes. Actually, I I say that to you. My Apple Watch tells me to get up every hour and walk around for a minute. It's important that we do these things. Another Mm -hmm. one. We've mentioned it before. I've had to lose control with the need to please others or sound agreeable. Mm -hmm. The self-control comes in how I say what I want to say. Yep. But if there's one thing I'm about to do, it's I'm going to say what the fuck I want to say. I'll pay my bills, goddammit. 
she said the second. This is the, what, my first amendment. Lifestyle. This is the first amendment. Yo, it's one of the few benefits of being here in this America. Yep. I know that you can't say what you want in other countries, but I'm in America. America, bitch. America. I can say what I want to say. I'm going to say, I'm going to say what I want to say up in here. I'm going to do it. Now, I Unless will say Unless you're not it, a citizen, be careful with that one because be we can use it against you on your visa application. I'm just, just be careful. <laughs> just, just, just be mindful. Say what you want. Own. Say what you want. With an asterisk. <laughs> I, me, I have my blue passport. Uh-huh. I'm confirmed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, the, that, that's the asterisk I'm adding. But I, I don't need to belittle you with my words. I need to be clear and kind. But I need to tell the truth. Shame the devil. Mm. And sometimes it's not going to be agreeable. You're not going to like it. You're not going to, to find it pleasing to the ears. I mean, we didn't ask to be agreeable. We didn't start this podcast because we were like, mm, people are going to like what we have to say. And we just want to like speak what the people think. No. <laughs> In fact, we know that a lot, we, we're just, we're going to be angry people. We are. We're angry people. And that's okay. We're probably shadow banned already. I mean, I think, I personally think we are. We could talk about it next time, but I'm, I legit think that our Instagram is shadow banned, but that's my own personal opinion. But it's, it's so important, especially now, see, if you don't fund your own lifestyle, mm-hmm. don't include yourself in here. This God. is for people who fund their lifestyle, please. We don't want, oh, I said what I wanted to say that my parents cut me off. Now I don't, please. <laughs> don't, include me. don't include me in that one. I did say, this is these are for people who are paying their rent, yeah. paying for their car notes, hmm. who have are paying for their lights bill, God, paying for their internet. Mm-hmm. This is this is for y'all. So if you're somebody like me, who has felt shackled, shackled by the stress of always making sure that what you're saying is well received, it doesn't need to be well received. Mm-hmm. Again, see lessons from our white friends. But when it comes to self-control, what self-control looks like right now with my words is making sure that I am kind with what I say. What has made those kinds of conversations so hard is that not only did I need to be disagreeable, but I needed to be kind in order for my words to truly have impact. Mm -hmm. I need... I need to say the truth and shame the devil, but I need to format it, I guess, mm. in such a way that this person is never able to, that they don't feel like they're a- ever able to, they're not able to come back from this. Yeah. There we go. Should I ask the question? Go ahead. Are you ready? Are you sure? I'm ready. It's I feel like last... you still have some in your heart. No, no. This is the last time. All right. So, Esther... How are you trying to be a better person today? Look. She said, look. I'm trying to lose myself in the music, the moment. I own it. Oh I better God. never let it go. How many times I have you brought up I only get one this- shot. I won't miss my chance to blow. This opportunity comes once in a lifetime, and I better lose myself. How many times have you brought these lyrics up? Hmm? How many? Because I'm tired of it. Okay, I'm tired. <laughs> I'll stop bringing it up when it stops being relevant. The day that the the episodes that this is and these lyrics, these bars, are not relevant, I'll stop bringing it up. You annoy me with these until lyrics. Until that day has you come. You annoy me with these lyrics. <laughs> until that day has come, Mm-mm. I will continue. That is that is um honestly I don't even I don't even think I need to say anything past that. That's wow. that's how I'm trying to be a better person today. Okay. Okay, she said so. <laughs> okay, no. Let me add a little bit. Let me Thank know you. Let me paraphrase more before they come and say uh that I am was was the word uh copping out. Uh was the no you you when you academically steal from somebody. Plagiarizing. Yes. So that I'm not seen as plagiarizing M and M. What did you just call him? <laughs> Sorry, please, 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 don't disgrace my people with that age factor. M Hanem. Oh God, have mercy! Please finish your sentence. How are you trying to be a better person today? It's important that I, f- I'm redefining what self control looks like for me. It's not that any of these principles were bad. That's not it. 
I think it's still important that I learn how to to time manage. Mm-hmm. That it's important that I learn how to watch what I'm eating. And mm-hmm. it's important that I learn to mince my words. And to nice, nice nasty sandwich things. But the why behind it was wrong. Right. And it makes me question now, what else did I have a wrong why? Mm-hmm. Um, and how can I fix it? And how can I reframe the why in order to create a new habit of self-control that glorifies God? Wow. All for the glory. Oh, everything. We, I will never Jesus too much. <laughs> well, back to this. Um, oh my. <laughs> How are you trying to be a better person today? I think similar to you, I'm, I'd like to re-examine the why a bit more. There's still things, obviously, that I do that are trilled from childhood trauma, not childhood trauma, but, you know, placing validation ex- externally. And I guess I need to give myself more permission to ask why. Because sometimes, you, because sometimes you may not have a reason. Sometimes I don't have a reason. And sometimes that's scary. And you might find that you might find that you shouldn't even be doing it. Yeah. Is this your way of telling me not to run anymore? Because you can't you can't stop me from running. No, you can't run. Nobody said running is bad. Thank God. Maybe bad for your knees, but but not for your mind. But not for your mind. And with that, this has been another episode of A Beg the Podcast. Esther, would you like to tell everybody how they can, where they can find us since you love we're doing this? We're on IG. You mm. know, we're on the grams, the instas mm. of grams. Mm. You can find us at our handle at A Beg the Pod. That's A B E G the P O D, A B E G the P O D. Follow oh, us on social media. We are there. We are doing the ones and twos and things. That's one I've never heard before, but okay, we can address that later. Um, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, you can leave us a nice little um, five-star rating, review. I think that's how that works. Not 100% sure. If you're on Spotify, you can also give us a nice five-star rating. And you can follow us on Spotify so you get alerted every time a new episode comes out every two weeks. Um, if you do have any feedback, any comments for us, feel free to DM us. Um, don't leave a nasty review because I will come and find you. If you want to fight, come on and throw hands in person. Don't hide behind a anonymous comment. That's all I'm saying. Um, I said I wasn't going to fight this week, but we're fighting again. But this has been another episode of A Beg the Podcast. Esther, it's been wonderful talking with you. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. All right. See you next time. Bye. Adios. Oh, wait. Before Uh-oh. we go. <clears throat> oh wait this is um this is going to be our last topical episode after this we're going to be having our end of year recap, recap that i think is called um bash or bese <laughs> stay tuned to figure out what that means i still don't know what it means <laughs> that's what's so great about it oh my god it doesn't need to mean anything gosh it means something because we say it means something that's yes, as all yes. as most great nigerian things go <laughs> oh my lord but after this we're, we're gonna have our end of year recap and then we're gonna be taking a break after that because we're tired and we also we need we need time to live life so that we can come up with content yep for you guys so Bele, sorry. and you know some of us have to finish finals But yes, um, other than that, I just wanted to leave that little preface. If you don't see us after this, or if you're like, ah, why, why, why is this next episode not like the others? That's why. That's why. All right, everyone. Bye. Bye.